0: alice good timing you uh you read the thumbnail correctly you heard correctly we got booty gum in the building um praise be praise be what's up what's up <laughs> um uh hxc is out now alice with sadzilla and broken side you should definitely go check that out um i'll put, we'll put a link to booty gum spotify down below um dude thank you for being here first of all
1: dude thank you guys for having me i'm fucking stoked
0: um yeah yeah me too i've been looking forward to this one um so I'm, I'm just gonna get right into it uh what about the name tell me about booty gum
1: dude i just i eat ass and um ass i eat the ass i, I chew it like bubble gum so i wanted to make a name that represented what i do which is eat ass Mm-hmm. And I figured it was a, a, a catchy name. I kind of I kind of regret putting the space in between booty and gum sometimes, mm. uh, but but that was a uh, that was a decision that I made. But it's here, it's here to stay. And yeah, I just, I, I eat ass and I like pink, so booty gum.
0: I mean, gum, like
1: pink colors. You know, the
0: ass eating game comes first. The rap game is second
1: absolutely my first love is the
0: booty more than <laughs> keeping it more real than man more
1: keeping than it real. music more of an ass guy for sure. <laughs> um absolutely.
0: who did who did you fuck with growing up like who are some big inspir- inspirations
1: are we talking about in hip-hop or just like in general
0: um let me be more specific who did your parents listen to or what was oh, in the man. house i guess
1: Oh man, well, my dad's actually a, a Nashville studio musician. Um, so, realist. I mean, he he's a country player, but he he's mainly like Led Zeppelin and The Doors and Queen and stuff like that. Um, and my parents, strangely enough, um, a lot of "Stunt" by the Bare Naked Ladies that record and uh, "Songs About Jane" by Maroon Five, as well as stuff like what I had mentioned uh lots of like simon and garfunkel and uh james taylor and all types of no hip-hop at all from them so
0: simon yeah. and garfunkel was a big one with my mom too yeah oh
1: dude huge yeah absolutely that's,
0: that's a really i think that's really well-rounded that's like good listening growing up um so it you is, had your roots and... laid down as far as music goes so i guess what yeah what really drew you into hip-hop who are those guys
1: well, I mean, I am a, um, I am a suburban white person, so obviously Eminem was the first, um, <laughs> one of the first. Um, I can't I mean I can't lie about it. As corny as that is, but but realistically, I just I wanted to. So like I love, I love eating ass, and I started out in, in like the pop punk and the metal scene and like more like the emo stuff. But I can't truly be the image of the greatest ass eating pop punk artist yeah so I like no. I had to be a rapper to do it it, only makes, it makes sense so but it does. as far as as far as stuff like what what really I used to be I used to be very closed-minded I used to be very I used to be a very old old head Tupac and Biggie, which I still like stuff like that but I used to be very on this mindset of if it's if it's newer then it's not good but the older that I've gotten the more I've gotten more into like you know I'm a lot more into low pump and Soldier Boy and Twenty One Savage and artists like that. A lot of people classify me as meme rap, even though I'm serious. I don't make I don't make jokes. I don't make memes. Mm. Um, but people classify me as meme rap. I don't. I didn't even know what meme rap was when I started making music. I just wanted to make um, an exaggerated version of myself based off of those rappers, based off of Lil Pump, Twenty One Savage, and like Soldier Boy, because so I thought rap was funny. And I was like, rap is funny to me. Why don't I just like over-exaggerate it to the moon and then do that? So that's yeah. kind of,
0: that's eating where that I Eating ass is serious. There's no, there's, it's a serious game. There's no joking about it.
1: Dude, there isn't, there's, there's no jokes. I mean, cause you gotta, you gotta clean it up. You gotta do like, make sure she's cool with it. You know, like there's no, no ass eating unless it's consensual. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh what about uh aliens? Do you think um aliens yeah I used to ask people, do you think aliens exist? But um everyone I've ever talked to is like, yeah, they've got to be out there somewhere. So let me tailor it down. Do you think their aliens have ever visited Earth or are currently?
1: Well, obviously, as you said, it would be very ignorant to believe that in the universe, out of the ocean and out of the outer space it would be really um well, i guess maybe not ignorant but it would be closed-minded of me to believe that we're the only intelligent life forms um i don't think that aliens are green martians if there were if there were to be aliens i don't know what they would look like but i feel like the green martian stereotype is kind of dumb um or not dumb but just it's 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 it would be it's uh what we want I feel like that's what the media like wants us to think aliens look like or like have not not what they want us to look like like it's a conspiracy or you something, know, but I mean like what is portrayed in us. So yeah. honestly, I don't know if there's been aliens on Earth. Um, but I believe that there are aliens. There's intelligent life forms. Um I haven't had any experiences myself, but you know, that's okay. that's cool. Aliens are cool though.
0: Yeah, I mean I haven't seen a UFO or anything either um like i just i don't know i so like i I, i'm a believer but then there's the other part that's like yeah but how much of is how much of it is confirmation bias because i want aliens to be real right
1: yeah i don't i don't believe in the i don't believe in crop circles
0: (laughs) or things like that like stuff you see
1: on the internet that's like aliens made this crazy crop design in like two seconds I don't know if I believe in any of that stuff I think that was made on my computers and stuff yeah um, I don't I, do, I don't know I I think that there has to be intelligent life but I'm too I feel like I'm too ignorant with things like aliens and religion and things like that to sit there and be like yes I know the answer
0: mm. I'm That's, too dumb
1: <laughs> you know, no, I mean, I'm that, just a human yeah
0: you know, here's so, the thing man is like a lot of the questions I ask people like there is no no one knows that's why that's why I'm trying to right. like no one knows, so it's like you know don't i guess um I guess I'm not expecting you to have all the answers, Booty gum and like oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, secrets yeah. to the universe, but i guess uh I was just more asking what how do you what's your view on it, and like you gave that you gave me that it's like you don't really have a clear uh view on if they've been to earth or not, but you definitely think they're real, so like um moving on from that um do you have any ghost stories or let me tone that a little bit differently too have you ever had an experience you couldn't quantify with logic
1: um i one time i saw an airplane in the sky that was like just not moving I don't know if I was, if my brain was just like imagining shit or like what, or like misunderstanding what was going on exactly. But I did see an airplane once that was, I believe, to have been standing still, um, which blew my mind. And then later I found like a subreddit about it, about hmm. people saying similar shit to me with the, the, the airplane not moving. Yeah. And that's really the only, like, I mean, that, that could have just been the airplane was moving really slow. I have no idea, but from what I could see, I sat there for five or ten minutes, and this airplane was just like sitting in the air, and it was weird. I don't know, maybe that was a UFO. I have no, idea. I have no yeah. idea, man. But um, that's really the only paranormal experience I've ever had personally happen to me. I got gotcha. other than just like creaks in the floor and shit, you know, like that's... normal everyday white people shit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty wild about the airplane, especially since like. Like, that's a story of, you know, like other people can repeat, you know? It's like, that is a wild thing. What, I guess, what do you think about that? What do you think about that experience?
1: I mean, I thought, like, um, booty gum is straight edge. So I I didn't think, I mean, I've, I've never done like acid or anything like that. So I was just like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know if I had like, I, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if it was just like, it was kind of, it was, it was kind of in that space in the day where it wasn't quite like evening, evening, it was around like seven or eight. And this was during a time of the year where it was still kind of light out. So I didn't know if, I don't know. I, 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 I personally believe that this plane was just moving really slowly and i was just misinterpreting it but it was strange and unlike anything i've seen before so i if like i said if i had to guess i think the plane was just moving very slowly but um i i I have no idea i don't know the answer you know what i mean
0: yeah no yeah i mean i don't i don't i don't really have any uh based off what you're saying i wouldn't know what to think about that either (laughs) that's completely yeah yeah um, you
1: can't i feel like you can't even ask like i know I've, I've had friends that have emailed like professors about like time travel and shit and they've like gotten back to them like big big name scientists and shit because who's emailing these people right so who yeah. realistically is so they've gotten answers and i feel like if i were to message somebody about this and try and see what the answer is they'd just be like fuck if i know dude <laughs>
0: yeah so what do you think about uh extra dimensional life so like not from ex- outer space from like another plane so uh angels demons fairies spirits gnomes trolls what what have you you know
1: well i'll tell you I, I i guess this goes back to what you were saying earlier about a paranormal experience um i can move can i like show my camera here can y'all see yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so over here I have a little Galicka machine and I have a little, you see the little uh, red, I can't really uh, unplug. We see the little red thing in the background about like there.
0: Uh, like uh, some
1: red spots.
0: I'm um, sorry. I'm, I'm really distracted. Is that a Sonic the Hedgehog movie poster?
1: Yes, it is. Oh um, my I have Sonic. God. I have, that's an actual Sonic the Hedgehog movie poster from the local AMC theater. Um, I have, I wish I could lift up, I wish I could lift this up and show y'all, but I have like my audio connected to (laughs) all this stuff, but I have a Galaga machine with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 Sonic items on it.
0: Oh my Um, God.
1: And, and I have Sonic on my leg permanently for all of time. Dude. Um, Uh, I have potbelly Sonic on my leg.
0: That's amazing. Right. Yeah, the best song.
1: <laughs> exactly, but that I had. A, I have a little poster, and it's a red poster of Michael Jordan, and it says "Get ready to jam," and it is a Space Jam movie theater poster. And it's oh it has the date on. It has the date from when Space Jam came out. That's all it's, it just says. It says "Get ready to jam," and it says November, and it has the date. And I hung it. I hung it up on the wall, and I also have a little cardboard cutout of Thanos over here too that you can kind of see in the corner next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they weren't next to each other. That thing was hung up. And one time I was just sitting, watching TV on the couch, not even close to that area. And my poster, the Michael Jordan poster, just flew off my wall and hit the Thanos. And it was like shit was like knocked over everywhere, randomly, weather was fine, nothing happened. Um, so that that makes me to believe that there's something um, I also had things like water running off. This was shortly after my mom died uh, in December, so it makes me it makes me wonder if there are times where she was just trying to be like, "Yo, I'm here." But I didn't experience shit like that until before that time span. So yeah. I think that there there could be there could be something that's in between in between life and death. I haven't had any experiences in like a year now. It's been a while, but it's just weird to think about. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like how could something have flown off my wall? Which keep in mind it's like two giant push pins or <laughs> in this Michael Jordan thing. And it just right off the wall. Bam. Like, how could that have moved like that mm. if it was like glued into the wall? It yeah, just, it just makes you wonder, you know? I
0: mean, that is crazy. Have, it
1: could have been a, I mean, it could be a million things. It could be, you know. Something's going on with the wood in the house or the brick on the outside. You know what I mean? Like it could be, it could be a million things. But you just, I guess, you just never really know.
0: Yeah, that's you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those things that, like you said, it's unverifiable. Like what that could ever be. Like even if, even if um, mysticism wasn't one of the things in the equation and you were trying to figure out what caused it, it's like there's a thousand things it could still be. <laughs> it's yeah.
1: just, it's when. Like I know you had mentioned that like most of the things that we're going to talk about are very like un. you, you people no one knows the answer. That's yeah. that's one of the things when people talk with me about things that that bother me as opposed to just that's what I believe. A lot of times mm. with things like that people will just be like this is the truth
0: right. about
1: shit that is on like when it comes to religion or when it comes to things like you know, aliens or whatever. It's like, it's like, yeah, like I could sit here and be like, yeah, I believe that an alien has walked the earth, but I can't sit here and be like, aliens have walked the earth for sure. Mm. I feel like if you have a mindset like that, it's very, yeah. you know what I, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You know? No,
0: it's uh, dogmatic. Uh, I was uh raised as a Jehovah's witness and like, Ooh. yeah. And I was also homeschooled. Um, So everything I knew was like from a, from, through a very small lens. Right. Uh, very sheltered. Right. And, um, like coming out of that, I see very easily. It's very easy for me to see dogmatism and cult mentality in literally everything like organized religion, just pretty much all of it. Um, uh it's in politics it's in like people will um let's like there are certain people that it's like if it on both sides of the the weird two party thing where it's like if they 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 voted for this person and they're sticking with it so if they do something bad they're going to defend it and it's like yeah that's fine when it's a sports team and your team fucking sucks <laughs> and you still cheer sure. for them yeah. But but it's not okay when it's religion or politics. It's like uh, yeah, dogmatism is a huge fucking problem, and I agree with you. Um, something I actually have been trying to work on is when I say things, and it's probably because of partly because of where I come from. But the way I say things sometimes does sound very matter of fact. But what I mean by it is like this is what I think about it. And that's not really the way yes. I'm coming across, and it's like that's my fault though. That's something I have to work. Oh out.
1: yeah, I, I I've never I, I didn't think you've come off like that through throughout oh, no. the podcast. No, no. So I'm just okay. saying. I'm just saying in I'm just saying in general. It's very yeah. it's very hard for when it comes to things like that for people are. Yes, and I understand that that's that's a part of religion and specifically specifically Christianity, the main the main part of it is you're supposed to spread the religion back. That's the main, that's like one of the main teachings that they teach you. And I was like, man, I would be a lot more behind this. If that was like, you should, I can't imagine someone going up to somebody in a fucking like, you know, yarmulke or something. And then being like, you're wrong. Like believe this instead. It's like, that's like, Ooh, you know? And I feel like that's what they're supposed to do. And it's sometimes yeah not, not saying that there's any I'm, I'm not I'm not against Christianity by any means or any any religion but it's very it's just uh I don't know
0: well I it's had to knock on doors on I had to knock on doors on pe- on Saturday mornings to tell people about God since I was like ten like or no younger than that uh so like until I left until I was eighteen and like it is really fucking uncomfortable on both sides because no everyone Fucking hate not fucking hates everyone is annoyed by jehovah's witnesses and no one knows that more than jehovah's witnesses it's like they don't want to be there any more than you do a lot of the time it's like a social obligation thing
1: when you were 16 well i don't know i don't know how old you are
0: i'm 26
1: Um, you're 26 okay i'm 25 so we're the same age Mm -hmm. so did you grow up with like access to the internet at a young age
0: (laughs) it all started to change when i was like 13 14 and yes i got a hold of the internet and it all it it all went downhill from there that's what Uh, i'm
1: saying so were you doing were you having to do the jehovah's witness thing when you were like 16 17 years old and yeah dude see i i when i was 16 i was very i was just alternative um, not really alternative what i believe to be alternative hot topic edgy teenager i fucking hate everything if i were 16 years old and had to be forced to do that shit i man
0: so you can understand I why what i moved I out done. at 18 <laughs>
1: oh i absolutely understand why you moved out at 18 <laughs>
0: yeah geez um,
1: dude that that sounds horrible i'm just imagining you going up there and being like oh, have you heard about have you heard about jesus <laughs> And they're like, yeah, no, I'm like, okay, I figured, bye. <laughs> That's your attitude I'll you about it. <laughs> I'll
0: tell you what. I work in sales now, and I'm really fucking good at it. So,
1: <laughs> oh well, there you go.
0: Yeah. Shit. Um. Anyway, uh, were were you raised religiously? Did you have religion in the household?
1: I went to church up until I was maybe five or six, and then we kind of stopped.
0: Hmm. Do you remember what denomination? So- like Methodist? um, what kind of method? Okay,
1: I believe. Gotcha. I, I don't even really remember. Yeah, no worries. on I would have been a small, small child. I vaguely remember going to church, and then, <laughs> I hope you didn't listen to this, but that I remember my uh, my sister. She she liked some boy who went to a church, and so I basically got I got into going to church again because my sister liked some boy, and my family made both of us go because. <laughs> Well, it didn't make both of us go, but it was like, oh, hey, Pierce, you can hang out with friends. And oh, yeah. I said my government man. Oh, hey, booty, you can go hang out with friends. And um, and uh, your sister can hang out with, with boy. And I remember I was, that would have been, if I was 13, I would have, I mean, if she was 13, I would have been like 12, 13. I would have been like eight or nine then. Um, and I don't remember what church that was, but it was very short-lived. She only dated that guy for like a month or two because he was like her first ever boyfriend or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I remember getting dragged into it again and I do not remember what type of, um, denomination it was, Mm. but, but so yeah, I went to, I went to church when I was five and then briefly again, when I was eight or nine and that's about it. Yeah. Okay.
0: uh Was it the same church both times?
1: No, 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 no.
0: Did I misunderstand that? Okay.
1: Yeah. So, so like my sister, like some dude was not connected to the church at all and then dated him and then my parents were like well Pierce you can meet friends because okay I'm gonna be with friends
0: so, I'm with yeah. you now okay so, gotcha. so we
1: left when I was five or six and then I got back into church again for like a month and my bad then, I gotcha yeah yeah that's basically what happened and then after that I remember I remember my my mom saying driving there one day she's like oh Kendra's gonna break up with that Dude, and I was like, "Oh, so are we not going to go to church again?" She's like, "Nope." <laughs> name. Oh well, sorry, um, but yeah.
0: Um, so what? Um, what? What led your decision to be straight edge? Um, have you always been?
1: Wait, did, did I bring up that? Oh, I brought up that I was straight edge earlier. I was like, "How would you know that?" Um, <laughs> I was. I'm a mind right reader. There. Um. So when I was. 13 or 14 i remember reading about like back when you know when you're a kid and you're just learning about a bunch of different stuff and you don't know what you are but you're trying to be definitive and you're fucking you know you're like i am this is who i am you know yeah and you don't know shit well i remember looking up that i just i never did any type of uh drugs because it um it was, like, my family had, like, a habit, like, a, like they were very addiction. Yeah. Uh, I didn't grow up with it, but, like, they had told me that they used to be, and I was like, I don't want to get caught in that. I was kind of a bright kid. I was like, well, if they're addicted to shit, I don't want to do shit, you yeah. know? And so I just remember that everybody, like, I felt like everybody that was into the same type of music as me, which was, like, punk and metal and shit, I thought that all of them were, you know, super like they were all, you know, I was 13. I was like, Oh, they're all addicted to shit. They're all fucking, you know, like, and then I found out that there were a group of alternative people that didn't do drugs. And to me, what it always represented was the music and the culture yeah. and the friends. It was never about like spouting off shit. It was it's straight edge to me has always been, as opposed to using other substances, you should be able to use music and the people around music and the friends that you have as your cope as opposed to using or an escape as opposed to using drugs or alcohol
0: yeah <laughs>
1: that's how i've always viewed that's how it's always been for me it's never been know, i know back in the 80s there was like fucking straight edge people that would like beat up 14 year olds for smoking <laughs> cigarettes at <it> shows I've, <laughs> I've never like <laughs> i've never been that type of person i've I would never, you know, like I, people smoke weed around me all the time or drink around me all the time. Dude, I work at a bar. Um, I, to me, it's just to me what straight edge is about is that. And I know that there are some straight edge people that would probably get upset at me about that being like, Oh, you work at a bar, you're fueling addictions or whatever, you know, like you help Mm -hmm. fuel addictions and all this other shit. But it's like, dude, People are going to do what they're going to do, and I'm not going to – I can't control that, and I don't really give a shit what people do as long as it doesn't harm me, as long as people aren't drinking while they're driving or some shit. Yeah, you know? so you,
0: you don't drink um, either? No. Uh-uh. That's cool. That's, uh, drinking is honestly like – it's one of the worst ones, honestly. Like.
1: I think that it's worse than – it's probably worse. It's definitely worse than smoking weed. By, that's like,
0: oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But – And the government doesn't want us to have anything that's good for us. They only want us to have poison. So if it's legal, you can pretty much guarantee that it's either going to make (laughs) you more productive or hurt you.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, sugar, sugar is probably one of the worst too, right? It's like, oh, man, people are more addicted to sugar than anything else on the planet.
1: Man, that's the one, the only, well, I won't say the only but the main the main problem that I have, and I am straight edge, and so but like so a lot of people don't see this shit as a problem. One of my my main issue that I need to that I need to get over is like eating and my health and my weight and stuff. Me too. Um, that's the one thing I need to get better about. I've I've gained. I I lost. I was I was like close to two fifty, and, and I got down to like two ten. Nice. And now I'm back up to like two thirty again. So I'm like you, you can know, get there. Kind of like. Yeah, um but you've been there I, before. You can do it again. One eighty. So.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. You I got can. this. It's just it's 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 tough. Um, and I keep telling myself, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna start soon, and I just like don't, you know. <laughs> but as as someone who I feel like I'm a I feel like I'm a hypocrite when it comes to that type of shit. Because I'm like I'm straight edge, and then I'll be like I'm like, but I'm I'm overweight though. So it's like it's like everybody has their vices where people overlook that shit. Whenever I tell people that I have like an eating problem, because it's not like extreme. I'm not like huge, huge. But when I tell people that, I feel like they, a lot of times they overlook it and they're like, oh, that's not, that's not heroin. That's not alcohol. Right. You know, it's like, I don't, you don't have withdrawals. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, it's like, it's, uh, that's, I can sit back and recognize that that's a problem that I have. No, I'm,
0: I'm right there with you, man. Like I I need to get in better shape too. And that's something I've been struggling with as well, pretty much my whole life. And yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but you know, like, when it comes to sugar, though, like, it, th- like it's so fucked up, if you think about it, because I don't even I don't even blame parents so much, because this is part of society. But we teach children to be drug addicts, which teach them to be drug addicts with sugar. It's like, you watch a five year old, get a hold of sugar, and it's like, they want more. And like, they want more, like a crackhead wants more. And it's like, oh it's like they're raising they're, they want us to be addicts they want us to have them in yeah. town and it's like it's hard man it's fucking hard to not fall into life's traps you know like i smoke too and i've been trying to stop and it's like <clears throat> like ha- like it's fucking rough it's everywhere it's legal why the fuck are cigarettes legal
1: they shouldn't be
0: it's like weed is illegal and cigarettes are legal it's like yeah, okay, no, if you want to make if you want to make weed illegal, that's one. More... Sorry, I'm going to a whole it. My bad.
1: No, you're good. You're good. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. I, I agree with you 100. percent
0: Yeah, it... <laughs> I'll get riled up if I think about it. <laughs>
1: no, it's and it's it's just it's so strange now because now that I like I work right off of Broadway, and it's it's so strange to me. When, I don't know if you you, you... you guys are obviously in the Nashville area. And this podcast is mostly for Nashville people, I'm assuming. Yeah. It's kind of like Based a local... Based in Nashville. Deal. Okay, so if you go down Broadway right now, you're going to see like six or seven different spots that are selling like some type of what they deem to be... It's like weed.
0: Hmm.
1: Like they have like, like, a, like a hemp logo and they'll be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, come smoke and all this shit. And it's like, dude, if you're doing that and putting whatever fucking delta whatever the fuck in your in your smoking that, like dude it's close enough why don't just make it why don't just make it legal dude yeah if you're gonna make if you're gonna make that delta shit that basically has like the same chemicals as thc in it legal then why don't you just fucking (laughs) fucking legalize it you know what i mean it is coming from a straight edge person like just fucking do it you know yeah
0: no i totally agree with you for first of all um no one has the fucking authority to tell me what to put in my body not a single person on this fucking planet you know like and that's true of every single person and it's like who who has this imagined authority to tell you not only that but what you can't grow in your backyard you know and it's like yeah like fuck you (laughs) yeah exactly I mean like if you want to eat poison that's on you bro like you're an adult like I mean it's different when it's kids right and it's like we need age restrictions and we need warnings on things people need to be educated but it's like they want to police us and treat us like children
1: dude but not only that though like if you can make people sign a fucking draft then they should be able to have a fucking drink
0: yeah Yeah.
1: like like I know that like I don't know I know 18 year olds aren't really like adults. They they really aren't. Mm, I mean I got
0: true.
1: I got I did so much dumb shit when I was eighteen. I I got the dumbest tattoo when I was eighteen, dude. <laughs> I did so much dumb shit. I mean oh, I always tell, straight edge.
0: Tell me about your tattoo. Can,
1: can it can be seen on the on the camera? Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. I have a nautical star, a 45 year old biker looking nautical star.
0: That's dope. And
1: it says it says straight edge on it. <laughs>
0: And I, <laughs> I like that cool. aspect.
1: I just don't like that I don't like that I have a yeah. I look like a fifty year old motorcycle <laughs> biker. And I'm like hey, a teenager. Uh, I mean well I'm not a teenager. I'm like a young adult. I'm 25 years old. I said I'm a teenager. I'm not a teenager. I'm living in the past. I wish I was a teenager. But no. And you know, I've got cool ones. Now I got like I have like traditional stuff. Very nice. Tra- that's another straight edge piece. Ooh, I like your says SXC and Yeah, that's That's dope. I need to fill up the rest of it, but yeah, like very. um, I just definitely want to get that that star covered up. That's the that's the next move. Um, I might try and do before I move.
0: You should um, you should cover it up with a heart that says "Mom."
1: Dude, I (laughs) dude, I want to I want to get I want to get some pieces, kind of something like that. I don't know what it'll be, but I definitely want to get I want to get something. Um, That's the only thing that would be like
0: more forty year old biker is uh, even more <laughs> just lean into it bro just lean let in here
1: <laughs> let me get a let me get a skull on fire on my neck yes
0: with, a, with a monster about.
1: energy logo next to it
0: yeah are you ever gonna do face <laughs> no
1: no uh uh-uh. well i would the only time i would consider getting a face tattoo is if i were doing rap music full time and there was never and it's not like oh I'm barely making enough to live like it would have to be like I'm fucking Drake. Yeah. yeah. Then 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 maybe I would consider getting one. But even then I just know that my mom would have been so upset if I got a tattoo. <laughs> mom, yeah like I, the, I yeah. tattoo. So I mean Apparently none of of my family told me, but when I got that first nautical star tattoo, apparently all of them talked shit about it behind my back. And I didn't hear anything about it until I told my sister I didn't like it. And she was like, "Dude, none of us. We all, we all thought it was fucking ugly and horrible, but they didn't tell me that obviously. But yeah, when I told her like, I want to get it covered up. She's like, Oh, thank God, dude. No, she said, (laughs) she said, you were such a dumbass. You have to live with that. (laughs) But
0: my yeah. family gave me a lot of shit when I got. This is my only tattoo, but that's um, cool
1: though.
0: Thanks, man. I, I got it when I was 21, and it's I don't know. It's all right, but it's really it's faded a lot. But um, my family got tattoos
1: making, are. Your tattoos do fade because you're always touching, your are grabbing. Stuff. Yeah,
0: I was cleaning right? pools at the time too, and like handling chlorine and stuff. So, oh, yeah, like, as you
1: like, like within the couple of weeks, you got the tattoo. You were cleaning pools.
0: I wore gloves for like the first two weeks, but I should have done it longer and also taken better care of it. It was a hard tattoo to take care of. Say
1: what? Were you using Aquaphor?
0: Aquaphor. Yeah, I think that's what they gave me. You know what? I don't think I was using it, though. I was being stupid. I was being really stupid. It probably would have stayed better if I took care of it better.
1: I have a couple of dumb tattoos, but I like some of my dumb tattoos. I mean, I have Sonic. That one's my favorite tattoo. Um, yeah can we see that dumb uh,
0: that might be hard to do yeah.
1: yeah it's on my leg let me see if i can can i prop up can yeah, yeah, you yeah,
0: yeah. See? oh shit that's fucking lit you got the shadow going on bro
1: oh well that's th- that's just the lighting from my from my where the, the the light is above here i don't actually have a shadow on the tattoo
0: did you get your ink um, done around here
1: yeah i got it at um grace and glory by this dude named murray sell um he's done most of my pieces he is excellent um and the thing is is that he did the traditional stuff too so he made that bomb ass potbelly sonic that looks like a sticker it looks amazing and then he also did my traditional pieces so he can do just about anything and everything i highly recommend him yeah shout out to murray moved out so yeah murray sell at grace and glory in murfreesboro big big love to that man he's been doing it for years he's had his own shop but then he moved down here i think like for his kids or something i don't know but he's a good guy so
0: big love to him this is one of those questions that no one knows some people pretend they know and some people act like they know but no one really knows what do you think happens after we die
1: after we die um well i've never done dmt but i've heard <laughs> you about, about to get joe rogany people well, when people say that's the uh yeah that's the chemical that releases when you die and people are straight up just like doing it and everyone goes to, from what i hear is everyone goes to the same place where they go to like the fucking pyramids and the fucking people people i've heard people say that that everyone goes to the same place after they do dmt like similar places where they meet like the weird gnomes and shit. I don't fucking. I've never done it. I'm just with a little bit of research that I've yeah. done. It seems like everybody kind of goes to the same place, and it makes me, it it makes me think that there's there could be some. Everyone inside of us has some sort of dimension, or like some type of chemical that releases that takes us all somewhere similar. I guess within our consciousness, but not our physical body. Yeah. Um, yeah, shit. I have no idea. I honestly, because I'm 25 and I'm already tired. And if I eat a little bit too much, I get cramps in my stomach. I I'd like to believe that it just fades to black and I die. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what I want. Like not to be like depressing or anything. But I feel like if I'm feeling if I've already got got to go to the chiropractor at 25. And by the time I get to be like 70 or 80, I feel like at that point, I'm going to want to just there is fade to black.
0: <laughs> there is um a degree of bliss to a true death, right? Like, that's there, I can, saying, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, yeah, I, that's, I think that's perfectly reasonable. Life is hard. And that's kind of, you can almost look at it like a reward, right? It's like, you did your work. Now you're, get the rest.
1: No, you can fade to black and just not yeah. exist. But I mean, I do think that, I mean, there is the, there is the whole ordeal of, um, Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Yeah. And so like reincarnation could be a thing. Um, I've always had, I've had multiple dreams where I've seen my mother as a little boy um, running around or like crawling around and stuff. I i don't know why, but that's just what my brain has determined that my mother got reincarnated into after her death. So, I mean, I I have... I have no idea, man. I yeah. I, mean, I know you. I, but I, I, I like to. I like to believe that maybe we can get another try. But also, fading to black just sounds pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. Just non-existing. That sounds pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I. I can see the appeal of that. That that idea scares me, but I can understand the appeal of it. Like I, I'm tired too, man. <laughs> I feel you. I feel. I, I kind of believe in reincarnation because I feel thousands of years old. That's how tired I am. You dude, know?
1: <laughs> dude, I can't all, I'll know. And I don't know if it's because of like my eating habits or like whatever it is, but I'll wake up and know how much energy I'm going to have in the morning. And I don't mm-hmm. know if that also could just be my mindset that I put into the world every day, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'll wake up some days and I'll just be like, I'm never going to wake up from this energy. Where I'm What's, at now. You know, like that morning so that, that that morning feeling. Recently within the past like month or so, dude, I'll wake up. I'll wake up at like eleven or twelve. And then I'll need a nap by like sometime between like three and six. And then I'll wake up from that nap more tired than when I woke up <laughs> than than when I needed to take my nap. And then I'll just be up and then I'll go to sleep again. And I'm like, dude, why the fuck? I'll wake up and just know. There, there's some days where I wake up and I'm full of energy. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll have energy for the whole day. Sick. But it, I know in the beginning. like I feel like I never fully get past that morning wake up mindset. And I don't know why. Hmm.
0: What uh, weird. This isn't necessarily related, but what, what's your know, zodiac good. sign?
1: I know that I'm a Scorpio. I cannot seem to find the time of when I would like the exact time. I'm October 31st. Um, What Halloween? Yeah, you were born on Um, Halloween. Yeah, I'm Halloween. I'm October 31st. Um, I'm a Scorpio. That's all I know.
0: That's that's so cool. You're born on Halloween.
1: Yeah, a lot of people. Well, I don't know. Is it? Is it cool? No, it is it, it, it is it is pretty cool. A lot of people a lot of people don't don't believe me, but um, well you can't see in that light, can yeah, you? Yeah
0: Lens Glare. But it says ten yeah.
1: it says ten thirty one ninety seven. So oh, I
0: believe I believe you. <laughs> um
1: but yeah, no. I'm I'm born on Halloween and I mean it I, I've always liked it as a kid because my parents when I was like a little little kid were like Oh, they're all going out getting candy for your birthday. I didn't know anything, but I've always kind of viewed Halloween like that. I'm like, all the kids are celebrating my birthday in the back of my mind. So,
0: yeah,
1: I like it. I like it. I'm starting to get more. I didn't like holidays until recently, but now I'm starting to like. I'm at that age where I want to have kids one day, and I think that same as a fun concept for kids, and like Halloween is fun for kids and stuff. So it makes me excited, you know. (laughs) Makes me happy. But
0: yeah, but I'm a Scorpio. Nice. And what were you saying? I was I was just gonna ask you, um like who would you who would who would booty gum most like want to collaborate wor- with in a perfect world? Lil Wayne. Will Wang?
1: Lil Wayne.
0: Lil Wang. I heard Will Wang
1: Wayne, Wayne, <laughs> like Wayne, Wayne. W W A Y N E. Like Oh, Lil like, Wayne, like, like, oh. like a Millie.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lil Wayne, Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne. Okay, okay. Lil Wayne is I, genuinely, I mean. If you if you were to ask Pierce, and if you were to ask Booty Gum, which those are different people, um, but if you were to ask both of us who the best rapper of all time is, we would both say Lil Wayne. Hmm. So, um, you now Lil Wayne is phenomenal as a lyricist he is phenomenal yeah. as a personality he is phenomenal at turning it on and turning it off in the sense of if he needs to say something serious he can if he needs to be funny he can be and i've always think like i've always viewed rap as like humorous whether it's intentional humor even in like the 80s and 90s or like in the 2000s when you look at early Eminem and a lot of that stuff it's like a lot of it, as opposed to being like, "What's your best bars?" It was very based on like, punchlines. Mm. Um, and even when you get later in time, and you get to artists like Lil Wayne, and you get to artists like Two Chains, and you get to artists like Lil Pump, it's like they're not divertently in the background doing an ad lib where they're going like, "Ha ha!" So you know it's a joke, right? But they're still saying like, "Lil Pump will be in the background of a song, or like in the line of a song talking about." Doing cocaine with your grandma, and like that's comedy. That's not, you know, like that's yeah. fu- that's, that's that's fun. It's not. And I think Lil Wayne can he can turn it on and turn it off when he wants to. He can be serious and deliver good punchlines, and also be really clever, um, when he wants to be, as far as like, with the jokes and with outside of the jokes. So and also he was on top for so long, dude. There was that. There was a period in time. you couldn't turn on the radio without hearing him on every other Mm -hmm. song for like five to ten years
0: and it would all be like half censored
1: (laughs) yeah yeah but it was all clever and it was all different and it's it's funny because when that stuff came out or shortly after that stuff came out I would have I would have been on this mindset of I hate Lil Wayne that's radio garbage it's so stupid and then I turned like 22 and especially when I started rapping like a year or two ago, I was like, dude, he's so fucking good.
0: Yeah, he is. Like I fuck with Wayne. It,
1: it has taken me maturity. This is going to sound dumb, but it has taken me, I had to develop a new maturity level to understand <laughs> that yeah. ignorant and mumble rap is just as good and just as hard as making rap like Nas. Or, yeah or 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 tupac or big or anybody like that it's just as complicated i i agree
0: people with don't you don't
1: understand people don't understand that Lil Wayne's so clever he has the best bars
0: yeah yeah we had how's that one go uh life is a bitch and death is her sister we all know father time and then there's mother sleep. nature what a fucked up family picture
1: yeah, sleep is the cousin Sleep yeah. is
0: the yeah, sleep is the cousin. That's right. That's a Nas reference. Sleep is the cousin. Yeah. I never sleep because sleep is the cousin of death behind the walls of yeah. intelligence. Life is defined.
1: Yes. I mean, New yeah. York and State Nas, Nas and Nas is Nas is amazing at what he does. There's, see there, yeah. to me, there's different levels there's diff, the, the reason why Lil Wayne is the best is because there's different levels of hip hop and I can sit down and appreciate I think Lil Wayne is the best like ignorant rapper. When it mm. comes to shit like that, I think he's the best at that level of shit. But then, like, if I also want to sit down, there's a lot of the times where it's like, okay, I want to sit down and listen to like something more in depth, like Nas or like, you know, like some, something like something more like that, closer to like a lyricist, an actual lyricist rapper. And I'll put on Nas, but I also can put on Wayne. And if I want to, but if I want to put on something dumb or something, not something dumb, but something more like fun, I'll put on Lil Pump. But I can also put on Lil Wayne for that same feeling. I can put on yeah. Wayne for anything. If I want a club banger, if I want something funny, or if I want something more serious that makes me think, he can do everything. I that's think. But
0: I think Nas is the best. Like in my opinion, my my personal opinion. Like right. No, that's, I don't that's, listen to Nas the most, but like, like I listen to like Ski Mask, Suicide Boys, uh, Little Darky. You know, like that's
1: that's so funny because. That is basically what my I, I'm, I'm in. I would say those are A list celebrities, and me and in that scene, and me and my friends are like D E list celebrities in that same scene. <laughs> some of my friends are more like C and B.
0: Okay, so what what is that genre called?
1: Alternative, alternative rap, um, trash gang rap for some people, um, all types of things. Um, so obviously, you guys know who Sadzilla is.
0: Yeah. yeah um, fucks with sadzilla
1: Sadzilla's sadzilla like my best friend.
0: Uh, hell yeah. We
1: talk every we talk every day. Um that man took me under his wing. Being, I've talked about this on another podcast before, I think, but I spent fifty dollars to get on a feature with Sadzilla like years and basically I so I come from the pop punk and metal scene. And so when I heard I was like I'm I was like I'm a meme rapper. I didn't have any confidence. I was just making like jokes and making stupid, stupid music. Like, if you listen to my really early shit, it's nothing but just, like, not mixed, really shitty, like, funny songs that were just funny because they were dumb. And then I listened to a Sadzilla song when I actually knew him, like, when he just started and was doing nothing. Then I remember going back and listening to him again and hearing him on an alternative beat use the lyrics I go harder than the chili with the beans.
0: <laughs>
1: and I was like, I can do that. Yeah. And I was like, this is the guy that I could sound good on a collaboration with.
0: Yeah. He's to good. To make
1: it work. To make it work. Cause he's funny. Like he so, is a goofy fun. So when I got involved with him, I got involved. He introduced me to all of his friends. I got involved with like B train, like basic. Um, I've talked with Prompto a handful of times. I sinister. i have had a conversation with they had full times. those are the bigger ones but my friends are closer to like you like, did a like, track like, with
0: uh, Pinky too I saw
1: yeah Pinky is another that one was, that was, I like um, that
0: track that was cool
1: thank you yeah I went out to yo LA you had some
0: bars pass. in that one actually like yeah oh thanks it's coming back to me now
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the the Hello Kitty high song yeah yeah well if you actually if to get a really good idea for all the viewers that don't know um, for all the people that I associate with, so I put out a record with Sadzilla um, called Gotta Go Fast. And one of their songs on that record is a song called Industry Plant Lounge. And that actually is the name of, or was the name of our group chat at the time. And every single person in that group chat was in the song. There's, there's 21 artists on the song
0: holy shit um it's it's
1: me i can let me pull it up i will i will read you the artist listing but it is um i'm clicking here it's it's me sadzilla and novo's record who produced it um made every single beat it he did a phenomenal job and the artists on the song are here i'm pulling it up clicking on the song pause you heard it for half a second my bad um <laughs> it is sadzilla booty gum novo walter the rapper mobs radical b train corvus Wolf, raining on roses pinky jupalux blake Jupa basic Lux. vampires for hire jackson rose kid curio ian icy lurk digress potion lil god shy jr and drug stuff nice and all of them are my friends and basically we've gained popularity through getting on the amv channels trash scroll and toxic and yeah. it, what, what i deem to be alternative hip-hop okay that is the genre that i would like to call it but the thing is there's also like the emo rap shit we don't really i love emo rap and I do have some emo rap songs and all of us do kind of will do the emo rap stuff, but most of our stuff is just, it's just rapping. There's so no, who, there's not really singing in a lot of our music.
0: Who would be so. an example of emo rap?
1: I mean, if we're talking big name, I mean, like we're someone, talking like,
0: yeah, I guess someone I would know.
1: Someone that, someone that anybody would know would be Lil Peep or Juice. Juice. Oh, World, oh, right. Juice, okay. Juice yeah. World, Lil Peep, um, a couple of X's uh, tracks. X, yeah. and 17 record. That stuff is considered emo rap. Gotcha. Um, a lot of like the the singing clean guitar mm. stuff that's um, that stuff is um, that stuff is emo rap. Um, me and Zilla both come from that scene. On our record, gotta go fast. We actually do a parody track called um, Mall Goth Boy Click, because there's the goth boy click, it's little peeps group. And I like to call people that shop at the mall that wear a bunch of chains and dress. Oh, I know those, those people. Mall Goths. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. So there's, so there's a song that we have called Mall Goth Boy Click. Um, and yeah, so we, we do like an emo rap parody song because that is kind of a part of our niche. But that whole ordeal with like the, the, the emo rap stuff and what we do, we both, we, we'll get on the same types of channels but the music itself is different like if you listen mm. to like a prompto or like a suicide boys or like a corpse or like a, a, a scar lord or something like that that's gonna sonically sound different than a Lil peep song
0: yeah no but it's I still you.
1: alternative and rap it's still all, Lil peep is still an alternative rap artist but his stuff is not it's more singing than it's melodic rapping and not like rapping, rapping yeah you know what i'm saying so no um, yeah
0: i think you did a really good job of explaining that actually um yes. would you would you say on average that like alt alt rap has is like um more aggro, like where emo rap is like a little bit more chill at least on average
1: it y- yes I, I would say that alternative rap is more aggressive but it's it's gotten to a point where it was it was you know after xxx put out 17 and like question mark it got to a point where it's like hip-hop now was just a freedom of expression
0: yeah um, that's like when you brought up x i was thinking i could definitely see like more emo side for some of his shit and then he's like he's got a lot of hype beast stuff too it's like yes, his er- really his fucking aggressive stuff,
1: like rip roach and and young brats and all that stuff yeah. but when you get but the thing is is like when you get into so the emo rap stuff A lot of it is what it's come down to with emo rap and things like that. Is a lot of these kids are kids that are our age that grew up on MySpace, grew up listening to all types of different music, and then got access to the internet. Because, dude, when I was growing up, I was listening to Blink 182 and early stuff, but then also listening to like, you know, like Suicide Silence and Deathcore bands, but then also listening to Tyler the Creator and listening to all types of shit and it's like those types of kids are all getting together that grew up with the myspace metalcore and then got older and got more into different scenes and different scenes and they've created this stuff so a lot of the emo rap now and with mgk popping off with a pop punk record a lot of the emo rap stuff now will have full guitar Uh, like distorted guitar it'll be it'll have live drums but with some beats in it some of it'll have metal breakdowns some of it'll have all types of shit it's like it's a freedom of expression like when i when i went to go see dying and designer at the end when i saw him for the first time he opened up his set with metal breakdowns and it was an emo rapper, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then he was playing pop punk tracks throughout the night. He was playing like more punk sounding sounds throughout the night. He and then he played like emo sounding stuff throughout the night. So it's very, I would say overall that it the rap that I make is more, or the style that we do is more aggressive, but it's also like the pop punk or the, the the emo rap stuff can be as well. Gotcha. Um, depending on what. It is. And also, but also, it's like you have artists, most of the artists in our scene, they're trying to, like, I love them to death, but they're trying to copy the Corpse thing or they're trying to copy the Suicide Boys thing and they're trying to copy these artists and whatever. But then you hear, but then you hear artists like Sadzilla that are rapping like a fucking baby on a track and and having more like fun, upbeat beats and doing more fun stuff. And it's, it's very, I feel like a lot of it is based on the beats than it is anything else oh totally my, totally my influence my influences are more like walk a flock of flame 21 savage and Lil pump yeah and then you'll hear me rapping on tracks that sound like a fucking corpse beat
0: yo but you went like, hard on hxc <laughs> like oh thank you yeah like that was just like it's so aggro and then the very next song i listened to was pinky the one you did with pinky and i'm like you got <laughs> you got so much range bro yeah. Well, you do a lot you. of different shit. It's really, you, you couldn't put you in a box really like that. Well,
1: I, I appreciate that. Well, when I first started, when I first started making music, I was in a metalcore band. And then I stopped doing that. I was in and out of a lot of metalcore bands. Then I started making, um, then I was in a pop punk band and I sang in that. And then after that, I was in another metal band and we toured with Attila and Suicide Silence and a bunch of bands like that, a local band here called Cross Your Fingers we went on okay. a tour that um we went on that tour and then i i realized i was like i don't really like metal much and then i started making music like sam smith and Adele okay <laughs> and then i was like I, need to, I got more into marketing and i was like man i can't market this as well as i can market <laughs> the greatest ass actor rapper of all time Absolutely. so that's what really started pushing me to do it so like i could so like i can do the pop punk stuff i can do I can't do metal screams, but I can, I was involved in that scene for a while. Um, Adele and like the pop punk stuff, I can sing. Uh, I mean, Adele and the pop stuff, I can sing. You know, like I can, and you hear a lot of that stuff in my music. If you was, depending on what song you was into, to, if you pull up the Hello Kitty Knee High song with Pinky, you're gonna hear me singing. You're gonna hear that. If you pull up some of my heavier tracks, you'll hear me doing like goth boy dripping with Oni ink. You'll hear me yelling. Uh, you'll hear me rapping on some stuff. You'll hear, I have a couple pop punk tracks out. I've got four or five of them out. You'll hear me do pop punk stuff there. And it's because, like I said, we all grew up. I feel like you're in my age range and I feel like you understand. Like when we were teenagers and you're an alternative kid and you're different and you're edgy, you're listening to Tyler, the Creator, and you're listening, yep. or like Hopson and like whatever other shit. That that was me, went. man.
0: I was an Odd Future and Hopson kid. That was me. Yeah,
1: Odd Future and hobson But then also, were, you were probably listening to like, fuck whatever metal band you liked or whatever pop yep. punk band you liked or what you know like.
0: That's that's exactly right. Yeah, I was listening so to you, fucking My Chemical Romance and what metal bands? Yeah, metal bands. Yeah.
1: Yeah, metal bands. Metal bands. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Neck, I've got a neck deep tattoo on my arm. You know, like. We all, like, it, it's very, we all come from the same, you mm-hmm. know, different types of shit. We come from and the internet.
0: We're the internet you know, kids.
1: You can hear it in everything that, in the pop punk, the modern kids, and all the other people that are in my scene, too. All of them were in fucking bands. Most mm. of them, they were in metal bands or did the pop punk thing. It's like, But it's, the alternative wave has gone this yeah. way. Yeah. So... That's just kind of how it's gone. Um, I naturally just wanted, I wanted to just be a meme rapper. Uh, And I actually had a side project where I didn't make meme rap music. But then I realized I got into the alternative rap shit and I was like, man, I could combine these Mm. and have fun. I think I'm one of the only artists that blatantly has a meme rap name and does meme rap music and also does the alternative shit. I'm one of the only ones. So that's that's kind of where my head is at. Yeah. I feel like there aren't very many artists that are like me. So No,
0: I, I definitely would agree with that. I don't, there can't be more than one greatest ass eating rapper of all time. There's only one of those.
1: Exactly. I kind of dove yeah. off. I, was, I went into this interview wanting to be super on character, and I thought I was going to stay in the whole time. <laughs> and then you can see throughout it, I've kind of been like, yeah, I am a meme rapper. In the beginning, I went, I don't make meme rap. I don't make jokes is we gonna get this interview the only the, the only the only joke
0: the only joke is what you just said because the ass-eating game is fucking hard alice it is. don't have any don't have any misconceptions about this <laughs> this this is serious business out here
1: <laughs> oh, yeah man well well hey i wanted to i wanted to ask you before we before we yeah in uh, the podcast really quick one of you guys had mentioned how you guys had like discovered my music before this podcast um who what was the what was the song and he
0: he was showing me um shell games yesterday and I'd heard that before and I was like oh yeah that's where I know the name yeah because I'd seen that probably on that track and others you said you did one with Oni Inc I'm pretty sure I would have heard that because I've listened to a lot of his catalog
1: my friend Kase and I who is a local metal artist we put out a EP called Critical Hit And it is a genre bending. If you're, we've, I've talked a lot about the alternative stuff and the genre bending of the different types of music. That EP has industrial metal. It has deathcore. It has metalcore. It has pop punk. It has emo rap. It has warp tour metalcore. um, Boom bap. It's got like a little bit of everything. And he and I sat down and mixed the whole thing. Nice. and mixed and we made all the beats mostly he made them but there are guitar parts that i threw in and concepts and ideas that I, like i sat down with right next to him for making most of it and um that ep one of the songs goth boy drippin um i we got oni on and we also got digress on track one i don't know if you know who digress is um but he's another one of my help maybe if i heard in him that niche. he's like another scream rapper okay um so yeah, that that EP we got Oni on. Um, I'm trying to think of if there if there's anybody else you might know that I've worked with. You said you knew Pinky. Um, she's, yeah. she's a friend. Of you mine. said um, yeah. earlier
0: you said um, um, uh, now the name's escaping me. Jupalux. Yes, Jupalux. Um, yeah, my they... ah, computer. I more. haven't
1: done I haven't done a song with her an individual song with her but she was in the group chat with a bunch of our friends and there was actually one night where me, made and pinky and b train all sat down and we're talking for like three hours um so i would consider her one of my friends um she's really cool yeah oh. um and her music has skyrocketed recently she's doing a whole bunch of um she's working with a whole bunch of funk producers really doing that thing
0: okay so yeah yeah like I don't know. She's got a good flow. I like the beats too. Dude, um, her,
1: her style almost reminds me of like Snoop Dogg, but like more aggressive.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah.
1: Cause she'll hit you with the, she'll hit you with the, this bitch is talking shit. I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of Snoopy, you know, like yeah. that's kind of the, the cadence that she hits me with. Like, like, damn, you're, you're like, you're finesse, but I don't want to fuck with you, too. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> right. That's
1: all, there's, um, flows.
0: there's one British scream rapper I really fucks with, but I can't remember what his name is. I was trying to find him. Uh,
1: it's weird because there's there's all types of, there's like, there's the scream rap, and then there's the non This is like,
0: so yeah, weird. this is like deep into the metal rap. He's like screaming the whole time. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Yeah. Do you know what I'm thinking of? Um, British I'll, I'll,
1: Scream Rapper.
0: I also like um, Witch House 40K, um, Grim Salvo, um, Machiavelli God. Those are some of the other ones I listen to.
1: Man, if you want to dive in, one of, my, one of my favorite artists right now, if you want to dive into somebody really fucking cool, his name is Lurk. Lurk. He's one of my friends. L u r k. He does okay. some hyper-pop stuff. He does some trap metal stuff, and his music. He does glitches in his vocals and stuff, and he he does it all himself. Nice. Um. And it's incredible.
0: Um, I just I wrote that down along with critical hit because I'm gonna look this stuff up later.
1: Oh, dude. Thank, dude. Yeah, you should message me and give me give me your thoughts and
0: stuff. Absolutely.
1: After the pod, and dude, honestly, a lot of these people, dude. Just being real, like we don't get hit up to do podcasts. I'm. A, this is the first time I've been hit up to do a podcast since I've been on Sadzilla's podcast. So if a lot of these people, like I know you guys are local, but if you guys want to expand, if you hit up Lurk and Fuck whoever yeah. to do a podcast, dude, they'd probably. Do, I mean, dude, I could probably get Sadzilla on here for y'all too. Like, Fuck to shoot, yes, but dude. Dude, like,
0: absolutely. He has his
1: own podcast, and I'm sure he'd be. He'd, he'd probably do it. So
0: um, <laughs> okay, I can hit him I- up for you. Oh, i would yeah. I, I, I would very much appreciate that i would never ask you to do that but if you want to absolutely dude um you could come on too we uh we kind of do a rotating cast kind of thing just kind of open table so yeah oh yeah that, that. that, that um, could be
1: something where i could sit in and just yeah, yeah. fuck it why not oh well, yeah
0: well um yeah alice i think we're kind of getting towards the end of our time uh did you have any i think you're about to say something i didn't mean to cut you off
1: Oh, no, no, no. You're good. I was just saying, um, I, I appreciate, I appreciate the love. I appreciate yeah. everything. Um, letting me, letting me dive into stuff, um, has been, has been cool. So yeah, you're, you're,
0: my you're a super cool dude. Um, I would, I would love to hang out again sometime. Um, you're always welcome at my table. Anytime you want to come back, maybe we can make oh, the Sadzilla yeah. thing happen. That'd be fucking lit so
1: dude well I'm, I'm telling you some of the other homies too like um lurk will be a good one um i got dude i'm i'm uh we'll, we'll i'll keep it short but what somebody else you need to get i got a friend who is just absolutely covered in face tattoos named cruissant he is the fucking man you he would love to be on this podcast i like based on what okay. you guys do so i'll have to talk to some homies and dude we'll let's make it happen dude for sure
0: Alice, once and again, the best ass-eating rapper in the whole world, in the whole universe, actually. I don't know if there's, in of all time, booty gum. Uh, Check out HXC immediately after you stop watching this video. Click the link. If you don't, I'll know, and I'll judge you. So, uh, have a good night. See you next week.
1: Good night, Alice.